And that all comes back to literally everything you think about, where you put yourself, what you're watching, who you're hanging out with, conversations you're having, books you're reading, music you're listening to, all that sort of stuff. And it literally does shape you because whatever you're consuming every day, constantly, and if you're not changing it, you're not changing patterns, you're not changing behavior, you're not changing yourself. So clip it, clip that. <laughs> Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for mob like you and me who are looking to learn and grow from life experiences in order to fulfill one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. I don't like cricket. I love it. Braid on. Braid on. Hello, what's Thomas. On? What's going on, mate? Uh, one, I love that intro because I'm, I'm assuming you might have watched the cricket or seen the score. Shabat this the cricket. Week. Did you see the Aussies one? Yeah, 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 mate. Of course. So no, you didn't. You just sung that song. No, I watched that. Watched. What, Did you watch it? What the one day World Cup? No, nah, see, I thought you were talking about the T20 that we finally won last night, where Maxwell just. Did another hundred, uh, made another hundred. Oh, I didn't watch the T20, no. I didn't watch it either, I just sent it, it's funny. <laughs> um, was, mate, song. don't call me that. <laughs> Braid on. Don't call me Braid on. <laughs> it's already bad enough. <laughs> Triggered. Let alone Braid on. Um, mate, I am, I'm very, I'm, I, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm yeah. buzzing. How do you say that in that language? Anyway, I'm good, mate. I'm um, excited for this. Podcast for just me and you. I like these ones. It's a topic uh, they're very, very uh, passionate about. As yeah, well. I'm very, very passionate about this. But I like the um, the ones where me and you can just talk. And it's been a minute. Yeah, it has. Mm. So, so I always do like those. So yeah, mate, I'm excited. How are you going? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, the body okay? Yeah, body's great. Like it pulled up great from the weekend. Um, and that, and just been we went down south, and um, yeah, it was in a really good spot. And then I oh, like still am. Don't get me wrong, but then like last night went for a, a dive, like got some craze with um some boys, and then uh, going into it like before the dive, I had like a bit of a stuffy nose as it was, and then so when, I'm not sure if you've been like diving or swimming before, we have to go down and equalize, yeah, and I couldn't equalize properly, properly so your ears and your head, you're... yeah, and it's just stuffed there, and I was like once we were going home, I was like oh what's going on here because my face got really like puffy around my nose, like a bit purple, and so I kind of searched it up. And it was just like acute, like decompression sickness, I think. <laughs> so, right. So feeling a bit average, but better this morning. Well, you look good, mate. You still look good. So you're all right. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> look too, mate. Feel good. <laughs> good, feel good, play good. Um, but yeah, it's all just mind state. That's it. Keep That's showing it. up. So, what do you? Uh, oh, actually, yeah. What did you do to get switched on then, mate? Yeah, well, I did wake up feeling like a little bit average, a little bit sluggish and tired. So. Just kind of took it easy, went for a little walk, like just a little meditate kind of thing. Love that. Yeah, just a little cruisy one, I think. But yeah, still, still switched on. Nice. You know, getting ready for today because I got uh, presenting with confidence yes. at, at the Happiness Co. Um, today, which is nice. Get to be a part of that. Yeah. Very nice. I like it. And we get this can be my pre, my pre warm up. Yeah, you get, that, get the vocals going. <laughs> what, what about you, mate? Mate, I um, went for a run this morning. And um, it was raining, and it was mm. magical, mate. Yeah, like, you sent me a funny video, eh? It's yes. Like, uh, well, I can't remember. K's in the bank. Yeah, K's in the bank, and I was gonna do like a little, you know, like I was gonna do like a funny like David Goggins setup. Stay hard. Like, you know, it was five hundred meters, and it started raining, but I didn't stop. I was gonna do something <laughs> like that, but I was like, nah. But no, nah, it was good. Um, and I, it's weird. Like I just, I love when it like rains. It's so fresh and. Um, 
yeah, like running in like that that lightish rain, mm. I, I really enjoy it. So there's no wind. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's perfect. So um, yeah, that's how I got switched on this morning, man, and it really did. Like I was, it's, it's yeah, gave me a lot of energy. So that was me. Good stuff, bro. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I'm happy to introduce it, but I think you've got a bit more passion and knowledge driven behind the topic of today. So. If you want to take the reins, you can take the reins. If not, I can do it. No, nah, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you take the reins still. <laughs> I was hoping you would take it. I, I can take it. No. Nah, so <laughs> basically, today I don't, we're talking about influencing your environment and what shapes you. And basically, it's you are what you consume. Is what we're going to be talking about today. And there's multiple aspects, right? There's there's technology. There's physical. There's mental. There's relationships. There's literally everything shapes the person you become and it's that we have our control over our i guess internal environment and what and who is allowed to influence it but if we don't take control of it can constantly i guess put up this fake life or this fake person that yeah. we want to become right because we see all these algorithms that we because of what we follow and, and what we subscribe to and all that sort of stuff but and if we don't take control of our environment and what we process it basically we're going to repeat the same processes we're going to repeat the same attitudes we're going to repeat the same actions the same habits and all that sort of stuff and then we don't change we don't grow we don't get better so and that all comes back to literally everything you think about where you put yourself what you're watching who you're hanging out with the conversations you're having books you're reading music you're listening to all that sort of stuff and it literally does shape you because whatever you're consuming every day constantly and if you're not changing it you're not changing patterns you're not changing behavior you're not changing yourself so clip it clip cl- that <laughs> yeah, that's, to- a, that's a podcast right there <laughs> so so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm and you know how passionate i am about it like different environments like i already put myself in different environments to do different type of work it's so simple yeah, but yeah so that's what we're going to be touching on what basically you are what you consume and um basically mate a quick one off the bat um, like what's your before you even understood like because I want to talk about it too before we even understood I guess the environment and everything how it does all shape you what were your thoughts on it before getting into this area of work mm-hmm. like did you even think about any of that I'd like, like to like s- looking back right I'd be like oh man that was actually a pretty bad environment I was in so in terms of like the whole umbrella term yeah, like what, what is we're it? talking about? Yeah, the whole one, bro. Not just like all the relationships I'm hanging out, with, the people I'm hanging out with. Just like the whole umbrella term. Mm. What's your thoughts on it? I feel like for me, growing up, I was like I had the environment. And I had like the mum and like I don't know um, upbringing from mum and dad that allowed me to have um, like everything that I needed in moderation. Like if like and it was ultimately up to me to choose and I feel like I chose the right options most of the time um, that benefited me that I thought so like I think like consuming in terms of like like books and like physical activity like that from yeah I started getting into it more I would say in my earlier teens um, and probably just like subconsciously just like did it like um, just kind of just like lent towards it. it was what I was engaged in and passionate about um, so I kind of followed it, I believe. And, yeah, I think that, but that obviously did come on the back of 
mum and dad putting the, 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 I'm not sure if there was boundaries per se but um, yeah just giving me the reins to make the choices myself and then maybe suggest here and there like oh maybe you like going a bit over here like oh maybe you should like suggest doing doing this instead or have you heard of this person you know yeah mm. what about you Mate, I I really thought about this um, when I was, you know, when I was talking about doing this potty. And, mate, as a kid, like, I can look back now and I was just so, like, unaware. Like, in terms of, like, there was times, like you say, that I put myself, and I don't even reckon it was consciously. Like, I was like, the only one person I hung out with consciously to improve myself better for like say footy for example was a guy named um, Hachi mm. and that was because he was like my trainer like it's like your PT sort of thing but he was more like my footy guy he did everything for me because he'd played waffle right but other than doing sessions with him man like it was still that tug of war of now nah, I want to hang out with these blokes and I want to do this and I want to do that and they're the popular dudes and I still want to see and be liked by them mm. and I was like yeah I'll just do a bit of this stuff on the side and I don't think I ever I don't know, it's hard, like, I still did consciously made right choices with, you know, diet, exercise, all that sort of stuff, and hanging hanging out with, like, my three really close best mates, but then it was still the other side of, oh, no, I'll still go out to the party, but I won't, like, I won't drink, but I might stay out late, or these sort of things. Finding so, the balance? Yeah, it was still like that, but I don't reckon I consciously even thought about that, like, even... Like my last two years of school, I just did a building construction course to, I think I might have mentioned that before, just mm. to hang out with my mates, you know, like realistically, if I wanted to pursue what I wanted to pursue, then I wouldn't have done that and I would have put myself in an environment. Like, so that's why I'm so passionate about it. And if you can get a grasp of it, I think at that age, at a younger age, and it's not like being so like, oh, I've got to do this, 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 no. but it's like, you know still sort of work out, okay, now these people probably aren't the ones I should be hanging out with. But if I hang out with these guys or these girls or whatever, then that will slowly shape and help me. And you know what? It's my future. So I want to be a teacher. All right, I'm going to do this course. I'm going to get some maybe some mentors in that area or whatever, like just little bits that you can add in mm. and consciously start thinking about it. Um, I reckon it would have improved my educational value i think a lot better yeah because I, I wasted school due to not putting myself and not consuming the right stuff sure yeah okay yeah i wanted to add to that saying that i think it can come and go in like periods like you're not always gonna like in terms of like when you picture like a graph you're not always going to be increasing you know mm. like getting like oh, better and better like oh just um in terms of the the better of th things that you consume like it's not always just going to be the best like you might get into a consistent period where, sure, it might be great, but then if you slip off, that's fine. Then you go back down and then – because we get these cravings, you know, like with um, like social media and th that they, they want – it just winds you in. And sometimes when it's like late at night and you get pulled in, you end up watching better shit and like what hour goes by and like what the actual hell did I just watch for the last hour? And and that probably hour spent probably wasn't the, as well consumed, but – you slip off, you accept it, and then you move on and say, oh, I might not do that tomorrow night, but um, it happens. It does, it does. And I think you can go down the rabbit hole too in the other way, which we've talked about. We've talked about that m many of times, like 
you know, you sometimes it is good to just relax, chill out, and, and watch a Netflix documentary or video, like mm. um, movie or whatever. You know, I'm not saying don't do that and constantly watch TED Talks and constantly watch YouTube videos of like education and all that at, you know, nine, ten o'clock at night. But it's still being out, I guess, to find that balance. Incorporate those aspects. Exactly. And yeah. it's not like, you know, I've mentioned it plenty of times. My my guys like Ed Milet, Jay Shetty and, you know, Steve Bartlett, which we talk about, Chris, Chris Williamson yeah. and stuff. Like it's where they are now. Like at our age, like, yes, they're putting in hard work and they're doing that stuff, but you still got to be able to, I guess, find that that balance between, we're not saying go all in and just like not have a little bit of fun, right? And yeah. and they start to talk about it as well more and more now because where they are now and what they can do, right, is not what we we don't have the resources and all that sort of stuff, sure. right? So you still got to educate, you still got to grow and get better, but you, it's also you got to take that time like we've talked about to you know, hang out with your mates and go for a coffee and, and those sort of things too. So we're not trying to, throughout this episode, we're not going to tell you that you can't do that and you can't, you know, go and have a few beers or whatever. But it's it's making sure when you're not in that environment, you know, what are you doing with the rest of your time? Yeah. One more question before we get into like the different aspects. I'll ask you and I'll ask the listeners. Can, in, you can ask me, I can ask myself, whatever. Out of 10... How would you rate your consumption of these different aspects, like the, um, like what you read, listen to, eat, like meaning actual food, um, what were the other, other some ones, like relationships, who you're hanging around with. Out of ten, what do you, where, where do you think you'd be at? And for listeners as well, be honest with yourself as well. Mate, honestly, I reckon I'm a seven. Yeah. Yeah. So there's still definitely areas to improve on, um, but I reckon I'm a seven. Yeah. Mm. Which is. We'll probably touch on into it why, but all that like throughout the episode. But what about you? I'd say a seven as well. And then for the listeners, wherever you guys think you're at, honestly, it's that's where you are at right now. And you're, we're not saying like do these things or like we're never really up at writing advice or things that you should do. However, we're not saying that go straight to a ten or aim to straight to be a ten. Aim for what you could do to be a seven point five or an eight. And work and work on from from that. Yes, you know what I mean? see the small increase, the yeah. small steps. Like not, all right. I'm going to cut this bloody. Oh, I don't know. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it might be. I'm not. I'm gonna not going to quit social media. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just put time blocks. We'll get to um. What's it called? There's timers on your on your social media apps or yeah. those sort of things. Like we're not saying don't use it or just yeah. I love that. Like don't go from a seven to a nine. Just a little increase and that's going to help because it's like when you're trying to wake up earlier you don't go from seven o'clock to five o'clock right because you really struggle because your circadian rhythms and everything like that so you go from seven o'clock to 15 minutes so 6 45 yeah do that for a couple of days and then 6 30 and like you know mm. and you easily do that um it's like it's real hard for people to go cold turkey right mm. it's the same sort exactly. of situation yeah and we'll remind you at the end of the episode um just to touch in back on it and see once we've talked about more of these things. So, yeah, mate, where do you want to start in terms of these um, different areas of consumption? I'm thinking, well, we've sort of defined the whole the concept of it all, right? Sure. But I want to start, I'm going to start with the physical aspect. Yep. If you're keen to start on that. Sure. Because I think there's a few aspects of it. Um, 
And I guess we often hear about, you know, our bodies, our diet, and our food shapes us, right? But it doesn't just shape our, like, physical health, right? Because, you know, you can look at someone and they look healthy, but you actually don't know mm. if they are or not, right? So it does, it shapes your, it does, it does obviously shape your body, but it also shapes your energy levels, your mood, and your overall well-being, which people don't understand, right? Because your food intake, how you digest things, like everyone's so different. Like you might be able to have, like you got dairy-free or mm. people are lactose gluten-free. or gluten-free, yeah. you know, these sort of things because it's all in, depends on their body. And if they eat it, their body changes it, their energy might drop, it might get higher, right? all that sort of stuff. So the physical aspect is really important in, in and you are what you eat as well, right? Your yeah. diet, all that sort of stuff. But it's actually starting to work out what works for you and is this what I'm consuming like actually helping me? Because some people like literally can't eat like red meat, for example. Mm. Like it just doesn't sit well with them. It's really heavy and they get crook or whatever. But that doesn't mean it's not good for you, mm. right? 100%. Right, so like it's just... It's very interesting, right? My, my dad's lactose. So, like, just because I'm eating Yopro yogurt or whatever, he can't have it because it will make his guts churn and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And same with milk, oat milk, almond milk. Like, it's all different depending on who you are and what how it shapes you. So, working that out is really important. Um, in That's like that, that physical aspect. But have you got any more to touch on that? Because I've yeah. got some questions I'd love to throw at you. Oh, definitely, man. And, like, even... From being passionate about like, well, the physical and like the um, actual diet side of things. I've been passionate about it for a while now, but also being able to study it at uni um, in bits and pieces. Like it just goes to show that um, what you do put into your body can have dramatic effects. And not in, and like physically, like, yeah, say if you, you do a workout, you consume protein after a workout, your muscle's going to recover well and you're going to come back the next day feeling bigger and better and stronger and be able to go again. And same thing, or like even in an um, emotional sense, you eat well and you, pro- and you put the food into your gut biome um, and your gut biome is a happy, healthy place. Yeah. It's, it plays with mental health so much because um, I'm, this is only like one of the actual like facts-based um, um, points that I can remember. Like, I can remember a few, but like one that's actually like pretty influential is that I think 90 to 95% of your serotonin is actually produced in your gut biome. Yeah. Yep. Which is <laughs> it's just it's crazy. It's insane when you think about it. And so, and that just, and that can for you me. Quickly, quickly touch on what serotonin is? Serotonin is a hormone produced, well, yes, comes from your gut, but like influencing the brain um, on those feelings that you get of, of euphoria, um, of like when you achieve a goal, like the happy, happy the happy hormone, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, you see people when they, when people eat crap food or people that yeah. like, like that doesn't suit them or that they know is unhealthy and they feel crap after it. It's because it's that gut mi- microbiome and then it comes into it and it plays into your happiness. And everyone knows you eat a nice, healthy meal. You feel better 100%. Right, because of that. So Okay. Like, <laughs> I hope this is relatable to um, listeners as much as to you and me and maybe some of my mates. Like, how <laughs> funny is the idea of when... Um, your mates and just like, oh, I am craving a KFC feed right now. <laughs> and they get to KFC, smash the feed, 
10 minutes later, oh, I feel like shit. It happens <laughs> all the time. time every time. Every time. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, can't, I, don't know. I used to work at KFC. That was actually my first job. How <laughs> I many I mean, bloody... I think I had it once. Zinger boxes, yeah. <laughs> I had it once. So, it was off after that. Yeah, on that then, man, can, can you share, I guess, an example of how a dietary choice that you've made has impacted like, your energy levels or your mood, now we're touching on that? Yeah, for sure. So, um, mine, mine's funny. Like, once I think that I'm um, that I'm onto something good and that, and that I'm getting my um, my benefits from or, like, I'm achieving some of my fitness goals and that, like, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that. So, at the moment, eggs in the morning, mushrooms, tomatoes, I want to get, like, that good balance of um, veg and oh, eggs just have everything <laughs> everything good in them um and just trying to get like that bit like good bit of protein in the morning so it can just like feel like fuel me for the rest of the day i have cut back on carbs if i, get, I don't want to get like too um no i was just saying dietitian into and that kind of thing but yeah just eating clean just eating clean as possible like whole foods um yeah, I'm like off the protein powders just because I've been looking, like weirdly enough, I've been looking a lot more in the ingredients. And if I can't, like, re- like, if I can't really even pronounce the word, then yes. I'm just like, mm, nah, I might just give it a miss. Stay away from it. Yeah, so I've just been trying to eat more whole foods um, to be conscious of what's going into my body. And then, um, yeah, pre and post-workout, that aspect. Yeah. I yeah. I like it. It's, yeah. What For me, you? man, like I... um. I, mine is oats at the moment, and that's I've cut back on them because yeah, I same. yeah I've got real bloated. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if that's a gluten thing or what. I'm not sure yet. Um, but yeah, I've sort of um, and I've noticed that cutting back on them. Um, probably probably the past, like I used to have been like oats like, every single day. So I've been cutting back on that, and I swapped to wheat bix. Yeah. Yeah, and and wheat bix have been huge, man. Like um. That's probably the biggest one. Like I always felt a little sluggish mood, and then I st- when I went to Weebix, because I seen like a see social media, I seen a TikTok about overnight Weebix, and I was like, oh, I used to do overnight oats. I might try overnight Weebix, and I tried that for a bit, and I was like, oh, okay. slaps. <laughs> it does taste good, but I was like, my my stomach feels better. I don't feel so lethargic. I was like, all right, I might stick to that for a bit. So that was one that like has really changed mm. um, for me. I was like, why am I feeling so sluggish and drained and heavy all the time? And I got rid of the oats and changed it. And I was like, oh, I feel lighter. I feel better. So, yeah, that was one for me. That um, I guess that's a, that mindful action that you sort of take, right? When you've been aware of what you're eating and, and what's helping. Um, like you, you've, you feel good off your protein in the morning. Some people feel good off fasting in the morning. Mm. So, I guess that's, yeah, it's whatever works for you. But Mine was a social trend as well, right? Mine came off TikTok. That's right. how I got it. So how much do you reckon social trends and cultures influence, um, I guess, our collective of what understanding of what a healthy consumption is? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Because like, you got that many influences of like, you got to eat this, you got to do this, I'm having this, I'm, this is how you meal prep, this is oh, how you don't meal prep. Man, it's, it's good and bad, like, in the aspects of meal prep. And um, I think yeah, I definitely remember, like... Um, like just viewing some stuff on that. And I still do sometimes. Every now and then it just pops up in the feed. Who knows? Um, but yeah, good and bad because everyone's got a different definition of healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It's like, 
just this aspect of the trends, like <laughs> at uni a lot, even out of uni, just like identifying all the fads and like the false influences, just like doing this and all the, all the supplements just for them to make a quick buck. I think that's what you've got to be really aware of. Um, so, yeah, maybe like I think ultimately if you're a bit more interested in maybe considering changes in your diet, sure, like go on social media or like doing your own research is is good place to start. But if you like if you want to take it further, maybe take the take the yeah, take the cop out and like, pay a couple of dollars, pay and see a nutritionist or pay to talk okay. to someone. That's a key. Yeah, and that yeah. can get you on track because then oh, it's just yeah. Well, I've seen on social media so many times, it's like, you got to, you know, it's the Sunday cheat meal. Mm. But then some other person's like, no, you don't need a cheat meal. Like, it's just your mental stage. Like, <laughs> so like The Rock has, you know, big ass pancakes. I love The Rock. So yeah, that's his thing, right? Rock toast and all this stuff. But then that's his big ass cheat meal, right? But then like you have another influencer saying you don't deserve a cheat meal. You shouldn't have a cheat meal. So like, again, it comes back to what are you consuming, mm. right? And like you said, just shape your environment pay an extra couple bucks and go see a nutritionist and say this is what i do on a day-to-day basis this is you know the exercise level i do and you know these are the foods i like how can we structure it yeah and it's going to help a lot but it's again finding that right person yeah but mate we'll move on because we sort of touched on a little bit there the mental the mental landscape of what you consume yeah right and that comes into the books we read the movies we watch, the information we absorb, and I guess how that influences our thoughts and perspective, right? And are these books you're reading, the movies, the TV shows, influencing your thoughts in a good way or are they influencing your thoughts in, a, I guess, a disempowering way? Yeah. And it's hard to, I guess, we talked about is having that balance, right, with avoiding too much information. And you can overload on, you know, self-help as well. Right, yeah, and, you oh, can, 100%. and you can overload on. Well, I guess I don't even know what the other realm would even be called, right? On too much news and and politics and all that sort of stuff too, right? So there's there's a it's a flip of the coin, right? But the books, the blogs, the everything you read, everything, every I guess information you take in subconsciously is getting processed, right? Constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly. And that's shaping your beliefs, it's shaping your values, it's shaping all that sort of stuff. So how do you, I guess, find that balance yourself? Well, mate, um, I want to break down a couple of things you mentioned there. I, I had a couple of ideas whilst you were talking. And one of the particulars, um, I sometimes still am till today, but I used to be a bit more, um, I guess, strict with it in the way that I didn't want to watch or listen to or read anything um, unless it served me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep, 100%. Like, unless I thought it was benefiting me in some way. And, like, even on, like, YouTube, I'm a YouTube guy. Um, I just, like, want to watch a couple of videos a day, like, of, like, in that self-help realm or, like, like a book where it's, like, okay, this has served me in this instance. Like, it's a topic that I'm passionate about. And... As much as that on the surface might seem like an all right thing, it was like I never really gave myself the time to chill out and watch like a, a doco or a, a movie that I liked or one of my favorite movies just to like have a laugh and chill out. Yeah. Um, which I've gotten better at that, I think. But like it's just finding that balance because, um, yeah, like I, I, dig, I definitely do can, 
Oh, it is easy to get caught in the rabbit hole. That's what yeah. I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, just in terms of that tech realm, um, whereas nowadays I'm a bit more like I'm, I'm, I'm more open to watching something funny or watching like or read, reading Ned Brockman's book at the moment. Which at the mo- it's it's a, that's a, that's a good balance in itself. Like it's funny. It's like it motivates me. I'm I'm keen to read it. Like it read, reading's great. I'm, so I'm not on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of aspect. So um, there's definitely that. And what was the what was the question again? Oh, what? Well, how do you balance staying like, I guess, informed with avoiding like too like information overload, like too much information? So it's the, mm. it's the it's the okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the self help. Like how you like how do you avoid too much of it, but also I guess still learn and grow. And then how do you I guess find that balance between too much just normal general social media and all that sort of stuff. There's a few different areas like between watching too much self-help or listening to too much of it and then social media because like you could say going onto your phone and like putting on the phone limits or you could consciously say to yourself okay I'm going to watch this video and then maybe just like I'm just going to watch this one video or maybe like maybe two or like depending on how long it is how long it goes for if it's podcast and it goes for a couple hours breaking it up over like a couple of days in that instance um that'd be a good example and then yeah maybe just try and being like catching yourself like trying to be more aware of just like okay like am i how many how many sources am i getting all of this information from that's the key you know i love like, you touched on it yeah because it's so different for like if I'm a social media influencer, I've got to stay. I've got to be on social media like constantly because I got to be like, well, what are the trends? What's like blowing up at the moment? What can I be doing? What's working? What's not working? You got to stay with the trends, right? I couldn't tell you what at the moment. If I'm an influencer in as a PT, I don't know what content everyone loves at the moment. Yeah, right. If I'm a, got a YouTube blog, I don't know what everyone's subscribing to and watching because I don't have that stuff and yeah. it doesn't bother me, right? But if you're doing that all the time, it's like, oh, how do I edit this well? Like you're going to be consuming mm. more and more social media, right? But it's like you just said, it's that balance, right? And the source of where you're getting your information from. Are you getting it from things that aren't in line with you and, and where you want to go or are they in line with you and where you want to go? Yeah. So it's hard to unfollow people. It's hard to unfollow different sources. But that is also really important. And the self-help book is like you can go and read 10 self, 10, 20, 30 self-help books but are they in line with you and where you want to go? Like if I'm going to be a nutritionist then I'm probably going to want to read a book on that, right? Or if I want to be a you know, a, a speaker like myself, it's like, okay, who are the great speakers? What are their books? What have they done? But then also like how do I communicate well, right? All that sort of stuff. You got to learn body language. You got to read articles on you know, how does your tone affect the way you can hold a room? So it's you gotta be able to consume that sort of stuff as well. And on that, are there any actual like, I guess, books, movies, blogs, people, um, that have influenced your thoughts and your perspectives that you've like really dove into? Like does that make sense? I will come back to that question. How I just wanted to add to what you had mentioned before about um, all the different sources. So from all these different sources, whether it's self-help, diet, nutrition, a lot of them, or even PTs, a lot of them are essentially saying the exact same thing 
but it's just the, like from the person, different people that it's coming from. It's their perspective and what what's helped them, their journey. And and in their journey, like if you're if you're receiving the information from them, you probably know that person and what they've done, where they've come from, and that like you're in line with those person's values, and like and so you're more open to them listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you're more open to them telling you the information that you could have got from any other, well, a lot of other sources that are essentially going to tell you the same thing. So, um, yeah, that's why it's important to pick someone that you like and that you find easy listening to, I think is an important um, aspect. And then, yeah, just being aware of some of the names that might be not so <laughs> um, positively influenced because there's a lot in the social media realm as of today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah, coming back to that question, who? Um, who, what, when, where, why, how? Um, I think it was the question of these sources. So uh, I think you kind of got me on to them like, in a bit more. Like if I'm, if I'm chasing somewhere to um, get a, like a benefit or like watch a meaningful video on YouTube would be like the likes of, yeah, Chris Williamson. Um, um, I do I, – I like – I really like some YouTube channels – that made me like deep think kind of thing. So like Sisyphus 55 is a good one. Um, the Pursuit of Wonder is a good channel. Um, After School is a good channel as well. They get a lot of like different names narrating over like a, a drawing of like mm-hmm. a lot of different topics. So check that out. Um, like even like surfers, like some of the surfers, like, like I love watching just like Mikey Wright, just go about what he's doing. Or um, like even at the moment, it's like I'll be reading Ned Brockman, but I'll also be like on, on YouTube, just like watching a whole bunch of clips, just like in his interviews and stuff with Israel Adesanya. Um, those aspects, I think. Yeah. And then I, I do balance those those um, profiles with the likes of Inspired Employed, so I can get my laugh and... Um, and yeah, just see like see what else is out there, you know. Yeah. What about you, mate? My my big one is um, Ed Milet. He's a big one of mine. I and if you don't know Brendan Burchard, I don't know if you know him as well. Those two blokes I've like I've followed for ages. Like I've obviously jumped on Chris Williamson, obviously as well, and and Dover CEO and all those sort of ones. Lewis Howes, Jay Shetty. I could keep going on, mm. but a big one is is those two blokes. Um, and when I first got, I guess introduced to those two like they're po- introduced when i say introduced i mean reading their sure. books and, yeah. and that but those two have been big i just love what they're doing um and that's in terms of like i guess they're more I, i'm more podcast with with those two mm. um man i could go books you know i could go on for 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 hours but a big one is i've talked about is the alchemist i just love oh that's a, it's just that's a, a simple and it's a good read and I think that's a key too is you're not starting out with, you know, um, what's that, get rich dad, poor dad, like that, and then you jump straight into like a another like um, how to win friends and influence people. Like if you went straight into these books, you'd be like, what the hell is going yeah. on, right? So that's why I like a Ned Brockman one, a start is a good one. Arnold Schwarzenegger's book that's just come out, I'm actually reading that at the moment. And that's such an easy read, but it's actually really good if you want to start that that journey of mm. you know mindset so that sort of stuff's in crucial too but those two blokes um yeah have been pretty good for like because they're both doing what i want to do so yeah. that's why i follow them right um these guys are all great 
and ladies are, are all great when you listen to them because it's just constant food for thought. Mm. Like, I know that saying might get thrown around a bit and it's a bit, like, a bit cliche, but all of this is food for thought, like, in terms of what we're talking about in this in this podcast, specifically on that on consumption. Um, because I wanted to add this aspect a little bit earlier, but it's still relevant, um, in the fact that our brains are always changing and, like, just the neural pathway is always moving around and connecting to new ones. And so if you're feeding um, your brain like these on the, on the mental aspect that we're talking about of this consumption topic, um, if you're feeding your brain these, like what we consider to be healthy or what you consider to be healthy topics, then your brain is going to sort of like start to create the pathways and strengthen and um, the neural pathways so that the, the thoughts that you make um, consistently and the choices that you make are more in line with what you've actually been consuming. Do you know what I mean? So you actually start to put them into action. Yeah, I think I get what you mean. Mm. Slowly. Do I get what I mean? I think so. But on the flip side of that, really, really quickly, mm. what's one thing you've taken away? Like, What's one thing you just got rid of and it's been benef- a huge benefit? Like what's one thing you're consuming that you've just got rid of? Um, I'll let you think because I can tell you mine straight. I don't watch the news. Oh man, I haven't I since the, since I moved out of home. I, I, I haven't yeah. had like the TV cable to connect yeah. to my TV. Um, I don't, I don't and, and which is bad because I, I the news. You know what's helped me a lot? I'm telling you that daily Oz Instagram thing. <laughs> that is, I'm honestly <laughs> thanks, Jamal. <laughs> thanks, Jamal, because that literally that's what's kept me up to date with so many things mm. because I don't watch the news. So that's another thing that's actually been really good yeah. on my consumption wise. But yeah, yeah I. I don't watch the news, so I don't know what's going on. And and one of our um, ladies in the same building came up to me, and, and when the first wars were, let's see, I can name two. Is it Israel at the moment yeah. where that war happened? Gaza. Gaza. Yeah. So I had no idea about it, man. And I'm not joking because I don't read. If I read the newspaper or I watch the news, I watch it for the sport, and that's it, just mm. to get a little updates on that. But I don't watch the news, so I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And my social media feed is not about that stuff. So. Yeah. When she came in, she's like, oh, man, did you watch the news and all this? And I'm like, well, what's going on? And mm. I was like, oh, it's been like a war going on for like a week and a half. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. It's kind of like the aspect of like ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah, like I just had no. So that's one of the biggest ones that has helped me, man. And because people watch the news and it just like, it's so depressing. And it can be so, have yeah. the, and it's the, like it's just the emotional impact of fear that, Oh, this is what's going on in the world. This is what can happen. I think it drives a lot of fear at oh, times. God, yeah. news. Well, it's, it's not so toxic. It's not good stuff. It's always negative, negative, negative. Yeah, and beca- and then like exactly what like what you mentioned and what I kind of mentioned before. You're feeding your brain negative yes. negative stuff or pessimistic stuff. You're gonna become oh, that. You yeah. Know? Um. That's so. That's where I was going with that before. Does that make a bit, make a bit more sense? Yes, it does. Cheers, bro. Um, but yeah, same thing. Like with social media platforms, they're not created to essentially make you happy or like the news isn't there to always just make you happy they're there to make you stick around as an audience yes you know yes well you want to jump into that then you want to jump into social media yes all right yeah we won't touch on it too for too long because everyone knows social media and what you follow and all that Mm. sort of stuff but Mate, with the pre- uh, I can't say that word. With social media, I was going to say that the prevalence of social media. I was trying to, I was trying to act smart, right? How do you think the content shared by your peers 
I want your peers, not by other influencers. I don't want that. I want by your peers have shaped, I guess, your thoughts and behaviours. We still see highlights, right, on everyone's profiles. And I, th- I still think it's great. I do that. Um, because, like, when I look at like, the photos that I want to post or and share, they're, like, well, I, I look back at them. I, look, I go back and look at my own profile and it's like they're some of, like, the most like, happiest times of my life. Um, so, of course, it's going to be a highlight reel. But I think they definitely shaped me in the way that I'm drawn to a lot of the travel aspects. And so when people like post traveling photos, I'm like, oh, that's sick. I want to go there. I want to go do this. Um, or like sports photos and uh, or, like different workouts from the pe- like people that I follow. Um, so, oh, I'll try that next time. Or like um, posting diet recipes, oh, I'll give that a crack. Um, sometimes there's like the, the motivational pages, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I follow, of course, I follow like, all like the sports pages on um, like AFL, NBA. So I can keep up with that. Um, but I'd feel like most of it's pretty good. And like, I do follow a few like meme pages <laughs> just to like get a laugh. Me and, me and my mate Lockie just love sending memes back and forth just to, yeah, get a crack up out of each other. Yeah. I'm going to go on a different take on that. Because mm-hmm. I think the content we see from our peers, we can go two ways. And depending on... You're going to say comparison? Yeah. Depending on your mindset, right? Because you said the highlight reel. And one bloke that I've that you know I love, Jackson Pios. Mm. Mate, if you watch his YouTube, his Instagram, yeah. he doesn't it's not all highlights. Like, yeah, mate, he's living a pretty sick life, right? What he's doing, but man, that bloke works hard. Mm. But like he will show like his injury that put him out for a whole year and he killed him, right? Because he couldn't train. He's a he's a PhD in nutrition and all this sort of stuff. He's incredible. But like he shows the bad sides, right? He showed himself on Instagram crying. You know, he's another good one. Brooke. Brooke Emma Rose. Yes. Doesn't just show the highlights. Like, she showed herself crying and, and being vulnerable and all that stuff. So, that stuff is what I love as well. But otherwise, other, some people just, like you said, show the highlights. And you're like, oh, man, their life's good. Mm. Everything's so good. Yeah, but what's we happening? compare them. Exactly. And you can yeah. compare and yourself. And I do that still. I'm just like, oh, Man, like, imagine if I was doing that right now. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then it's like, it takes me away, right? So there's obviously two ways, I guess, like, you can go about it. But it, it's another way when you're not with people that it, you still can stay connected, I feel, because I'm like, oh, like, if you're, or when you go to Japan next year, like, I, like we'll still talk and stuff, but I'll be like, oh, like, wonder what he's seeing and wonder how it's going. So, oh, that's what Japan's like. That's pretty mm. cool. Like, that's what he's doing. Yeah. It can still keep us connected and you can still visually see what's happening. Yeah. So, like, some mates that I've got, like, I'm not going to unfollow them because I still want to see what they're up to and, mm. and how they're going. And it's just, that's, I think, how it can, it can really shape you and obviously the people and your algorithm and, and what that is and what you see constantly. Because um, some people, like, you literally don't even see their stories. Mm. And like I went through my follow thing the other day, and I was like, "Man, I didn't even." I mean, I clicked on this one profile uh, from a mate, and I'm like, "Oh, he's posted like four times in like the last two weeks, but I haven't even seen it because mm. it's not in my." That's system, actually right? a good point. Maybe like if you get some time, in terms of the tech diet that we're talking about at the moment, go through the followers, go through like the pages that you're interacting with most, and if they're not really serving you, what's the point in? following in following them and that flows on to my next one man it's like the i guess 
exposure to the content shared by those people in your social circles, right? Mm. Are you still following people from school that you don't even talk to anymore? Like, that's because there's certain perspectives and beliefs that people will, will develop off the back of what they follow and what they consume. And I've done that so many times and I still do. And when I notice that, it's a good thing. It's like, nah, this page isn't isn't serving me because it's giving me that belief and I don't actually really believe in that deep down. So I've got to get rid of it because it's going to keep fueling my thoughts, right? So I think that's important. So that's a good one. Yeah. I think it's also important to just acknowledge that technology nowadays and media brands will ultimately aim to convince you that the world is a certain way that they believe it is, that they want you to believe it is. And so that, I think that's something to really be aware of mm-hmm. um, and reinforce that. Because like with these, like you mentioned before, like the algorithms um, and these platforms, like, oh, that, that's actually a big change that I made. I got rid, rid of TikTok a long time ago because the TikTok algorithm was killing me. <laughs> what, was you showing like cat videos or something? <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good on socials? Say again? You good on that? You don't even touch anything else? No? no? What about relationships and experiences? Well, we often mention that you're probably the average of the top five people you, start, you hang around. That's right? it, right? And the experiences that, I guess, we engage in and the relationships that we that we build and cultivate and, like you said, contributes to the people that, I guess, we surround ourselves with I think that's shapes like, our character. Yeah, I think that's out of the aspects that we've talked about, relationships are probably like probably the healthiest aspect yeah. of your consumption. It's, yeah. I think that, that'd be my number one priority. If, if I've got my plate and that's my like um, consumption of a plate, ignoring the food aspect, relationships would be the biggest portion. Yeah. And it's so key. Like everyone here is, you would have, everyone would have heard that, that saying, right? You're the five people you hang around with. It's so true, man. Mm. It is so true. And, to put yourself and it's obviously you know people you listen to and all that stuff as well is all that shapes it but because we um because me and you are pretty lucky man like we're very lucky with the people we work with sure so on that i would love to is there an experience because i know that we'll get into the people but i want to know your experience that's shaped your character it's very broad it is <laughs> it is a very broad question. Um, can we sort of refine that? Okay. So, how do I refine this? So, an experience that, or maybe, actually, I won't say. This kind of goes into like talking about like core memories. I'll go, yeah, it does. More, I guess, where have you constantly chose an activity? Right, or maybe an event or a travel destination that positively impacted your character. Oh man, I think the aspect of doing mindful things first thing in the morning has ultimately shaped my character, um, especially in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, like just from the different aspects of meditating, yoga, um, breath work, like going for runs, just work, so like working on myself, doing the hard things, like like. For some, like meditating is, is a hard thing, and it still is for me. For, bloody earth. Yeah, bloody earth. So doing those things in the morning, I think, shapes my character because 
I think I'm still able to practice that discipline. Like sometimes I don't, I won't want to. Mm. And so I can help just continue to build on that aspect and build that discipline side of me and my character and like that resilience aspect, that courage, uh, that curiosity to go traveling. Um, it's all like full circle. So yeah, I think if I were to look at that, well, that was the first one to come to mind. Meditating. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Be more mindful. Yeah. Yeah. But you, mine's journaling, man, and it really has shaped my character. Well, that's mindful as well. Yeah, it is. It like, and why it's helped me is because I was writing the same crap down constantly, and I'm like, surely I'm getting sick of writing the same thing down all the time. Like, you know, you know, I, I start off with what are three, you know, highlights of my day. Yep, and then, you know, what was the the um, you know, if I could write a, a movie, what was the movie event today? And then it was getting to growth, man. The growth stuff was the same crap. Yeah. Just constantly and I'm just like alright I'm sick of writing this down and I went back and reread you know my journal and I'm like okay that's changing the highlight changes the movie moment changes oh that's cool oh look I'm meeting some new people that's cool man you're constantly procrastinating you're constantly having bad self talk like that was just my growth area is like the way I was talking to myself you know the way I was wasting time and all this sort of stuff and I'm like that really shaped my character because I was like, all right, now set some intentions. All right, tomorrow I'm going to do this, do this, do this. And journaling has been massive for me, man, because I, I just understood myself so much better. So that's probably one of the activities that's positively contributed to my character and I guess my identity. But I'd like to add how working on that aspect or like the like for you and me, um, being the mindful and the, um, working on yourself first, then helps you to, like that comes back to the relationships aspect because mm. then once you nurture yourself better you can nurture your relationships better yeah and you can put yourself and you understand yourself so then you can put yourself with people that are interested in the same things yeah so on that i'm gonna flow straight into it have you had to navigate your way i guess through a a situation well not a situation a friendship a relationship right that has clashed in your values or what you believe in and how have you gone about it yeah, I remember like the first time that really clearly happened was in year 10 at high school. Like the boys that um, I'd probably hang around with a lot more um, from primary school all the way up until sort of year 8, 9, 10. I sort of, I don't know, did start in, in a way to feel like a bit of an outsider. It was just like, it was a bit tired of just like um, what was going on. Like it was pretty... Um, just boys, boys stuff. And so I was like, oh, nah, I'm like, I don't know, I might see what, like, what else is out there. So I was like, I had, a, like, I had plenty of other mates in my year. And so I started hanging out with, like, a different group a little bit more and I sort of just gravitated um, towards that group more. And I got, I got a bit of, bit of few comments from the other mates, like, oh, you're, like, you're leaving us or mm. you're doing this with us. And then I was like, well, it was hard, hard, um, Hard to swallow at the time, but I'm glad I did it just because I was, I had more fun with those boys. I felt like I could be myself a bit more, like a lot easier. Yeah. That makes sense. So, and then, and then since then I've moved on from that group as well, uh, whilst sort of, whilst keeping the relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've done it in a, in a way that's, I've seen that's been pretty, that's worked out well for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Mine is, man, I um, I was sort of the same boat, right? Like, as you, you're in school, so you grow up in the same year, each year with the same people, right? And 
we just didn't like my three best mates that I hung out with my, my whole high school man. Whether you're above me, right? They're all Jack, Sam, and Tim. They're all above. We're all like, I'm born except for Sam. Sam's just an old man, but the other two are born early in the year. So because you know the July cutoff or whatever that thing is, so we're still born the same year. But I'm, I was just a year below school. Yeah. So, like lunchtime recess would hang out with them. But other than that, I was hanging out with different group, right? And then you start to hang out with your schoolmates that you're in the same year with and they were into the, like I've probably I don't know if I mentioned this before but they were you know drinking doing drugs all that sort of stuff and I was in you're in a big you know everyone's in big Snapchat group chats and Facebook group chats and all that sort of stuff and then constantly putting in you know you know smoking videos or drinking videos and all that sort of stuff and I remember it was probably like I still stay connected because I always had the thought in my head is, especially when I was in footy, man. When you're in footy and, and if you leave a friend or you leave a group chat, it's like, oh, this guy's too good for me now. He's yeah, buying AFL, yeah. this sort of stuff. So that was always in the back of my head. But I was like, none of these blokes have really talked to me. There's a few of them that I was still really close with. And I was like, I don't really, I'm not like I'm mates with them. Like if I see them down the street, I'll say hello and talk. But it's not like when I go home, I'm going to message and say, let's go for a coffee. Yeah. There's about four or five of them that I would. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave these group chats, the Snapchat group chats, but I'll text these blokes the reason. So that's what I did. And I, I said to those those few blokes, I was like, boys, look, if I come to town, I'll straight on. I was like, if I come to town, I want to see you, right? And I want to catch up and hang out. But I'm leaving the group chat because, one, it doesn't suit what I, want. I don't want to see that. I don't want to get consumed by it constantly because it's just like, it was just negatively, it was really negatively impacting me. Yeah, like where your energy goes. Yeah. Like, well, if it's not going in, in like... Your focus yeah. flows, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, I really wanted to get rid of that. And that was the best thing, man, getting rid of that. And then now, those four or five blokes that I texted, mate, every time they're in Perth, they'll send me a message, mm-hmm. right? And we'll try and catch up. Um, and I ran into one the other day at Yellow and it was unreal like just catching up with him we're sitting there for half an hour like we literally like just ran into each other and then we just sat down and had a coffee together and that sort of stuff is the stuff that um, you know has really helped and shaped me and I love it so like you said the five people you hang around with and that's going to change for your friendship groups your work group yeah you outgrow people I think my my sister first told me that um, when I was going through that transition like you're going to outgrow people you're going to outgrow relationships and that's natural and you're going like, to meet new people, right? Yeah, exactly. One, like, not, not to say like, an, that the door's closing and that another door opens, but your network grows. It does. And it's so important. Like, it's not having... Like, I don't have a lot of friends, man. Like, I don't have 30, 40, 50, you know, friends that I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with all them. Mm. But the ones I do have, my relationships are tight, close. And what is cool, I think, is... Work, my, our workmates are like our mates as well, right? But different, I connect with different people for different reasons too, right? So me and you, like you bring out a lot of creativity, adventure, curiosity, optimism for me. And I don't know if I've ever shared that with you, which I love, right? So if I'm like, oh, I really want to be creative or, you know, a bit adventurous, then that's when I would love to, you know, see you, hang out with you and work with you, that sort of stuff. And then there's like times where, I'll see another mate where it's like I just feel like Benny Miller, right? He's got a family, partner, engaged, got a kid. And I'm like, you know what? I just feel want to, want to feel wholesome, feel loved, 
feel so I'll give him a phone call like mate how's the family going and all that sort of stuff like you know there's different people for different things yeah. so you rather fight people you hang around with you gotta identify those people and what they bring to you as well yeah and it's I mean, even if, if people listen to this or you, you can you recognise someone within a group that you know probably aren't serving them in an instance, like, it is so hard. It can be so hard to watch someone or even, like, identify yourself being in a group and knowing that you have to move on. It's so hard. Um, and it takes time, but, yeah, you might have to just do what's best for you in that oh. instance. It is, man. It, it is tough, especially going through high school right like could you just yeah you want to be you but you want to fit in you want to be liked and people might not they just want to it's that fear of rejection fear of comparison fear of not being loved not being wanted not being enough right so and it's tough when you walk away from that because you're going to be like oh everyone's not going to like me anymore and all that sort of stuff so very 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 tough to i guess get through what's what's on the what's next on the shopping list mate mate next i want to i guess the next segment right we sort of, I guess, sort of touched on. It's just the the mindful consumption because as a broad aspect, right, we're full of choices. We make the choice to what we follow, what we consume, right? But it's making the intentional decision about what we bring into our lives. And I guess the importance of aligning your values, your beliefs, and the choices you make back to your values, mm. right? Which I think is really powerful because I, we, we always touch on values. But there's a little thing that I want to touch on, Michael Consumption. I'll, I'll skip over it really quickly. But everyone knows what a garden is. Everyone knows what a seed is, right? So our minds are literally like gardens, right? Our thoughts are the seeds that we plant, mm-hmm. right? And you've probably heard this before, which I love. It's Our minds are like gardens and our thoughts are the seeds, right? What we plant is our choice, but we do plant it. So are you planting seeds of productivity? Are you planting seeds of optimism? Are you planting seeds of health? Are you planting seeds of prosperity, of love, of connection? Or are you doing the complete opposite? I um, posted on, switched on Instagram a while ago. Yes. The quote, is your mind full or is your mind, or are you mindful? Yes. And it's so, so important, right? Because in the world at the moment, we've, we're full of choices, right? But, the more you're mindful of what you're consuming, right, and the thoughts and what you're watering is the most important thing. Because mm. no matter what, you put something and you plant it, right, in the garden, that soil, the water, everything's going to start to make it blossom, right, yeah. and make it grow. So you're growing the empowering optimism, the love, like I said earlier, yeah, you've right. got to maintain that. You've got to keep water. You've got to put the sprinklers on. You've got to water it with your, with your own jerry can so, so it can grow. And then sometimes you've got to go and do the garden and pick out the weeds, right? Exactly. So that's why I love the garden metaphor to your mind. Because it's... And I think there's another one that's the wolf, right? There's, you've got two wolves inside of you. And there's a great story about a granddad and a son. I mean, a grandkid. It's like, we've got two wolves inside of us, right? Which one wins? The one you feed the, more, the most? Are you feeding the, the disempowering you know, thoughts or you're the powering, the positivity, the optimism, right? Which one are you feeding more? Because that's the one that's going to get bigger and stronger, right? It's the same sort of metaphor. But that's what I love about that mental, I guess, the mindful consumption of, you know, what you're doing. And to be able to do that is what you talked about is meditate, journal, all these different things for you. Might be just going for a walk. Um, 
but we've talked about what you use for your microconsumption. Now, mine's journaling. We both meditate. We both journal. We both go for walks, these sort of things. But finding out what that is for you, um, so I guess declutter your mind in a world that's full of so many different choices that you can make. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's really important. And that's pretty simple. Like You can ask questions like what, how do you align your choices with your values when you're making decisions and, and all that sort of stuff. And we've talked about our daily rituals, our daily routines, but what are yours, listeners? Like what's your daily ritual routine that you've developed to ensure your mindful consumption is positive, mm. right? And there's a few questions that you can ask yourself on that sort of stuff. But with time, mate, we'll keep moving on. And I just really want to quickly touch on I guess there's different aspects, right? And we've talked about them today, but there's physical health, there's mental and emotional well-being, there's your values, your beliefs, there's social and interpersonal connections that influence us. There's what we touched on, the experiment, the experience, uh, what's that word? Experiences, sorry. That's the one. And memories, that information that we talked about, the books, the podcasts, the blogs, all that sort of stuff. Your habits and your behaviors is a big one, right? Are they relating to your health, to your work, to your personal development? Are they helping you? Are they taking you away from that, like your own personal growth? And then culture and societal influences, like are they, again, positively affecting your identity or the exposure to different cultures and social norms, are they taking you away from that? Yeah. Right? So I think those are really important. And I don't know if there's a few tips that you've got, mate, that you can help others to help out with their consumption consumption as a umbrella. Is there anyone, anything, a couple of tips you've got before th- we wrap up? I think maybe to, this is just a suggestion, but if you think you're in a spot where you want to improve your consumption, talk to someone about it. Talk to your mate, talk to your mum and dad. Um, if you think it's, pretty intense it's something you really want to improve on see if you can sit, like go see a coach or a therapist book to go and see see someone like that someone professional to uh, guide you in the right direction but um for yourself as a starting point do a self-audit yeah um a lot of people tend to do them at the start of the year as a bit of reflection uh, but um yeah i can see, <laughs> see you rolling your eyes like brain doesn't <laughs> go into news resolutions or goals in that well, I start on the 1st of January and you can start today yeah, I, it, yeah. no I, I fully respect that I yeah. agree um, but yeah do your own self audit see where you're at and yes like check in see where you want to go um, check in with the things that you think might be serving you check the things that aren't and then if the things that aren't I'm after chucking the recycling bin or you know what I mean I like that in the recycling bit. <laughs> Eco-friendly. <laughs> Eco-friendly. Um, but I want to leave the listeners with a little quote here from Napoleon Hill that I love. And it's, without doubt, the most common weakness of all human beings is the habit of leaving their minds open to the negative influence of other people. And off the back of that is where, what we talked about is where attention goes, energy flows. And where energy flows, it expands and grows. Mm. So that's basically what we just talked about with yeah. the um, garden, right? And you talked about it earlier where your energy flows and where your en- um, expands and grows, right? So I think that is so important, right? Because what we consume literally 
shapes after empowering, disempowering, whatever it is. And it is a weakness of all human beings, right? Yeah. It's conforming to it all. Mm. And sitting on social media and scrolling and reading things that we probably shouldn't be reading and watching things we shouldn't be watching and all that sort of stuff. And it is the most common weakness. So I really love that. I love that quote. And then the following, which you said, is where attention goes, energy flows, where energy flows, expands and grows, which is so true. Yeah. So I think, like you said, do a life audit, but realize what gives you energy, what's taking you away, your energy, you know, um, and really working out that and just being able to, I guess it's, it's hard to say, just have the confidence to unfollow people and, and step away from that friend zone straight away. But really dive into that life audit and, and who you are because I guess you just got to emphasize, we got to emphasize that our choices, whether conscious or unconscious, are going to shape our identity, right? They're going to influence our well-being and contribute to, I guess, our overall narrative, direction, story we write for our life. So you just got to be, be mindful. You don't have to make massive changes and there's going to still be things that you're consuming or watching that are going to take you away from that person. But just be mindful of what you choose to bring into your life because it plays like it's such a crucial role in our personal growth, personal development and overall happiness, well-being. So be aware of it because in the last year, man, it, it, I'm so passionate I can keep talking about this because it's it shaped me and it's helped me so much um, and it's hard but it does create the identity you want if you can be strong-minded enough to, to step away from a few things. And put yourself into environments and around people that you really want to connect with. Yeah. And that's happened for us, man. I'm going to touch on Switched On. Man, the people that we've met through creating this, like we created this for others and people that we've met, like we're getting closer with Cold Nips, with Man Up, with Speaking Share Boys, with um, we got to do things with Ollie Clothing here, with List Cloggers. Like the people we're meeting in this space is because we're like, you know, we, we want to do this for youth mm. and we've got to meet some such incredible people, yeah. right? No, it's been pretty, it's been special. So, yeah. Yeah. Mate, I've been able to see how truly passionate you are about this topic. Uh, I knew I knew you were going into it, but you have really just left it all on the table. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you for asking some great questions and thank you for asking the audience some great questions i will come back quickly in this reference what i mentioned earlier in the episode saying about where do you think you are on a scale of one to ten and just and whatever that number is be honest and then start to be conscious of making a few choices that you can move you towards 0.5 of where you, what you think that number is or just in, incrementally getting better and better yeah and do that life audit like you can search it up and ask yourself those questions. There's so many questions out there that you can literally type in the in the internet like, how does my environment shape me? And it will come up with questions that you can ask yourself and, and do it because it, it really does help. Yep. Big time, mate. Well, should we quickly ask the last question? Let's do it, mate. What? Who is someone that you were grateful for in the last week, my man? Mate, um, just on the weekend gone, got the opportunity to travel back home quickly and mum and dad just oh just they were themselves and um just spoiled me um well they spoiled me by being themselves and just like having cooking a yummy dinner and just chilling out um at home in Jalorup just south of Bunbury um and yeah just yeah I don't know it's, it's so comforting being home I just want to I'm very grateful for them those two love that yeah what about you mate 
Mate, I'm, we've got to change this to one person to like as many people as we want because <laughs> I'm going to two. One is my, my boy, Corey Hitchcock. Um, mate, he's obviously in the Goldie now living over there, which is very depressing for me. But I had uh, I drove down to Basso Saturday and like it's like two and a half hour trip. Mate, we're in the forest for an hour and a half. Just like obviously through car play. All right, I wasn't, but it was unreal. Like just to catch up on everything, man. And and we went deep, but you know, and it was really nice because um, I hadn't talked to him for a little, like probably like that for a little bit since he's been away. So it was good to get a catch up on everything, how everything's going. And the second one is Steve, my brother. Mate, the bloke is on his own mission at the moment, cleaning the house, and he's he's doing well. And I, he gets a little bit annoyed at me at times. What are you doing, mate? I know he gets carrying the weight. He, um, I'm not, but he's sitting at home all day. But no, <laughs> he's um, mate, he's been really good. Very grateful for just the things he's been doing around the house um, a lot. And you can, I don't show it enough, but I do really appreciate what he's been doing for me lately. So, um, yeah, those two blokes. But um, mate, I appreciate you letting me talk about what we wanted to talk about today. Um, and we probably went a little bit longer than what we wanted and expected, but I hope so. if they didn't get anything out of this episode, just you are what you consume and take note of what you're consuming and how you feel when you consume those things and hang out with those people. They're giving you energy. Are they taking it away? Are they providing positive self-talk? Are they providing disempowering self-talk? Just be mindful of it all. Hit the nail on the head, mate. Nailed it once again. Well, thank you, Bubba. And thank you, listeners, for joining us once again. Um, go back to some points to the episode if you enjoyed it. Remember to share it around. Rate five stars. All that jazz. Love and appreciate you and your support for Switched On. And, um, yeah, catch you in the next episode, shall we? Thanks, y'all. You, my friend, have just made it to the end of another Switched On podcast. Thank you very, very much. If you enjoyed the episode, it would be a massive help if you could follow the channel, rate five stars, of course, please, tap the notification bell, share with friends and family, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to suggest some feedback, suggest a guest, or even advertise your brand, reach out to our Instagram DM. And also be sure to check out our website for more information, resources, and updates for what we've got coming up. Thanks once again. Stay switched on.